this curse. I cannot bear it much longer. I pray that you really did get them into Ilenyali. All of them. And they found what I need. I must get the magic of Ilvahalad in me. I must break away. <laughs> you think that you can escape me? You think the power of Ilvalhalen, you think that Suli can free you from what I am. Suli runs in fear of me. There is nothing that they can do. No power that can stop me. I've not waited for thousands of years for a song in a tree to undo all I have done. Kavala, you are nothing. And I'm always here in your thoughts. Your Miranda these students, this tree, all of your efforts will fail and you will grow more and more desperate as my power grows inside of you and your resistance will end. Hey everybody, welcome to the Fae Forge Academy. Uh, I'm Steven, your host and DM. A uh, couple things before we jump in to today's episode. Uh, one, we are affiliated now with Loot Crate, and it's coming up on the holiday season, so if you're looking for some really cool um, nerd stuff for that person who seems to have everything uh, and you don't know what to get them, check out Loot Crate. Uh, go to lootcrate.com. We got a link in our show notes, uh, and use the code Steven15. Uh, to get 15% off your subscription. And we're also affiliated now with Dice Envy, um, a dice maker. They've got metallic dice. They've got resin dice. Um, they got all sorts of good stuff. I use a lot of their dice. I have these like rainbow metallic ones of theirs that are so beautiful. And these also I have this giant D20 that's this amazing pink with gold flecks in it. It's so, yeah, I love it. Um, but use the code... Fayforge on checkout um, and you get 10% off your discount there and both of those uh, help us out as a show um, help us pay for like the music that you hear 
um, in the background, um, art, uh, and other, and other things that we want to do down the road. Um, in addition, uh, we have a Patreon that's patreon.com slash Fayforge Academy, uh, where you get some behind the scenes stuff, um, working on revamping that as well soon to get more content over to y'all. Um, and last but not least, um, please take 45 seconds and leave us a five-star rating and review. Uh, if you've gotten this far in the show, um, it's huge to us growing as, as a podcast. And also honestly, like creating content, uh, on the internet is a lot of work and a lot of times it's pretty thankful, thankless. And so whenever we see one of those reviews come through, uh, it honestly just makes our day. Um, so with that, uh, we are going to jump into a special episode. Let's head over to the Faith Forge Academy. So five students sit in their common rooms, having just encountered a professor, a new professor, Miranda Lean, both in Il and Yali, the river of dreams, this strange dream plane, this plane of memories, and in the flesh, in the material plane, as their new professor, one of their new professors, and apparently their advisor. Ariadne, you kind of look around at your group. There's just been a ton of of um, information that you've received, a lot of experiences, some interesting, some terrifying. You've seen connections to your plane of Aludra. Um, You've seen the memories of Valkyries um, participating in what seems to be a dark ritual of some sort. Um, You've seen that you have this connection with Besky. And you look around and you see the rest of your friends that you've made on this kind of crazy journey in this magic school all looking kind of shocked and subdued um, as one by one they all kind of step away uh, and head off into their own rooms trying to process on their own Uh, what do you do? Uh, is this in the evening or in the morning? it is in the morning okay Ariane is spending some time just kind of gathering up uh, a bundle of miscellaneous items, uh, scrolls and quills and things and crystals. Uh, and she goes back into the common room, sees a Simti. Uh, I, I'm gonna go for, for a little bit. Just don't get in any trouble. I'll be in the library. Please come and get me if you're going to get into trouble. <laughs> uh, you don't even get any response from anybody. Uh, but as you head towards the library, um, you get there, you see the familiar form of, of Gibble, uh, 
kind of floating there, flipping through some books, being very flumpy. Uh, he says, oh, uh, Ariadne, it's been a little while. Is there anything I can assist you with, or are you just here to, uh, to do some work and, and filing? Uh, no, I, I don't need to work. I need to study this time, unfortunately. Mm. I, I can come back for work later. Um, of course. Anything I can help any, with? Any books on, on, uh, stars, constellations? Oh, um, I was just flipping through. I think, uh, one of the drakes just put one back recently. Uh, but I think if you go, uh, upstairs, uh, I think, I think the second, second floor, uh, there's a few, a few different books on, on constellations and stars. Uh, there was a professor actually, a well before your time, I think, who was very interested in that section. Um, right. The one in the observatory. Yes. 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 He spent a lot of time up there. So maybe you'll find what you're looking for there. Perfect. Uh, and she heads off. Uh, probably warily eyeballing the drakes because I think the drakes turned turned coat uh, <laughs> before the time loop. Just giving them, you know, mean mugging them a little bit. <laughs> one of one of them, as you're kind of kind of giving them. What's, what did I do? What's, what's your problem? What's just, you know what you did? I, <laughs> kind of they whisper they whisper to each other. Like, oh no, she found the books. She found the, she found the ones we've been hiding. Uh, and then, then, then they just kind of go on their way, causing trouble somewhere else. But you get to this section, um, and as I've said before, this this library is fairly unorganized, um, kind of chaotic. There are a variety of books. Some some are almost like child's picture books of stars uh, and and constellations, more like fables that you would you would read about. About most of them are fae related beings. And myths, there's like the satyr, and and there's the dryad, and, and little stories about them and how they keep watch and have their their fun little relationships with the, with the other celestial bodies. Um, but as you as you kind of look through, why don't you roll me an investigation check? And actually, what's your what is your investigation? That's a good question. I, I do not remember. Because uh, <laughs> if it's low, I might I might change it and have you do something that's more fitting for. I don't- I think that's my forte, but uh, investigations are three. Not bad. Um, why don't you, why don't you do an intelligence with your proficiency bonus? Okay. Actually, I just I, I feel like as a researcher, you spend a lot of time in the library. You know what you're looking for. Um, it would make sense that you would be able to navigate yeah. this pretty well. Totally. Okay. Uh, sixteen. A sixteen. Um, so as you you kind of flip through these different books uh you find a small book uh that is written in celestial um it's dusty uh doesn't look like it's been touched in ages um uh you can you can kind of like you can see the thick layer of dust on on kind of like the um on the pages and stuff blow it off and the dust goes everywhere and and in celestial it's just titled the stars are alive and as you you're flipping through it, you're first reminded of things you studied when you were learning wayfinding as a Valkyrie, um, which stars you could find regularly, more or less like the North Star mm-hmm. on Earth. Um, you you see the constellations that are of of these um, celestial beings that you know that you know of Kisaja, who is for 
eons been the right hand of Sala. Um, you see Sala's grace, which is just these, it's a constellation of these two hands um, that are said to be Sala's hands watching over the, the celestial planes. Um, and as you flip through, there's this one small section on constellations that can be seen throughout the planes um, that are these connecting points. Um, mm-hmm. And the kind of the biggest takeaway you get as you're kind of reading through it, or at least skimming through it right now, is that while these constellations may seem to be different, there are linking stars um, between the planes, and there's 11 of them, Um, that while they fit into different constellations in different planes, uh, they are are consistent. Hmm. Um, I'm just frantically taking down notes of everything and kind of doodling on the side, like constellations that I remember from back home and comparing and contrasting. Oh, it's not like that. It's not like that. Um, is there anything or any books that uh, Ariane finds about, um, you know, how in the normal world, when the seasons change, you know, the constellations also change, mm-hmm. or like Haley's Comet or something. Like, are there any, like, in this world, you know, periods of time, like solstice or something, that yes. people tend to celebrate more? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, there, I actually had just written something. Hold on, let me pull up some notes real quick. What a great question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there there are some, some traditional... At least on the on the plane that you're currently on, mm-hmm. there are a few a few kind of traditional seasonal change kinds of celebrations. One of them, the one that's actually closest to you all right now, which would be the changing between fall and winter, uh, is called uh, the Quiet Dusk, the Festival of the Quiet Dusk. Okay, it's basically our winter solstice days shorten, um, uh, but specifically the sunset is the longest sunset in in the realms. Um, and, and on that night, it is said that the stars are also the brightest. So that is one. Uh, there are kind of traditional harvest festivals and things like that um, that you would have learned kind of as you, um, once you left Eludra and you found yourself among uh, the Keone people. So the Keone people um, are, are very different than the... Than the the celestial people that you you lived with, and very different than than what you're experiencing in, at the Forge Academy. Um, mm-hmm. They're this like nomadic, traveling group of people who like who don't have arcane magic in any sense, but they have magic in that they create beautiful things. They love life. They love one another, and so it's like the kind of magic that we in the in the world here <laughs> on Earth have. Um, mm-hmm. And one thing they care about a lot, as they are um, nomadic people, are stars and constellations. That's very important for them. Um, in shift different seasons, there are they have a there's a season where there's constellations that are focused on war specifically. There are seasons that are specifically on growth. There's seasons that are that are on creating. Um, and in this book, in these books, as you're flipping through, you're kind of seeing those all laid out. Well, it makes sense that I would end up there then. <laughs> Uh, Gibble, are you are you there? Can you hear me? 
Oh, oh, yes, just a, just a minute, I'm on my way. You wait for a minute or two and he floats his way up. Um. I don't think you might have anything like this, but does the library happen to keep an ongoing record of what happens in the world? Like the news? Oh, <laughs> um. <laughs> Do you get rumors here often? This feels like a very far off place. You probably don't get any rumors No, here. um, there, there is a town, though, um. It's kind of the closest point of contact we have with the rest of the world. Uh, it's about f- four and a half to five hours away, called Varen Hollow. Um, oh, that's very far. That's very it far. is a little bit far. They they do send traders up here. Uh, there, you, you could check with Lolan. There may be traders coming up um, any time now. They they kind of buy some of the wares that the students make and take them and sell them off to the rest of the world. Hmm. That's a good idea. Okay, thank you. That's all I needed to know. Very, very well. I uh, hope you found what you needed, and uh, as always, you're always welcome here. If I can always put you to work. I will be back for work later. Uh, she, um, she... Hmm. And he said, he said Lollip might know? Lollin is the, um, he's the furbolg who runs the foundry. Oh, yeah. Okay. I realized um, after I made both of those NPCs that their names are almost identical, and that's going to be lol, real con- <laughs> really confusing. It's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, I think she's going to pack up here after a while. Like, she's going to bookmark one of the books mm-hmm. so that she can kind of find it easily again if she comes back. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think we're I think we're going to go and maybe talk to some people. Okay. Uh, um, so heading over to the foundry. Yeah. Yeah. So as as you walk in, you actually see that there is um, a couple of carts parked outside of it, um, which up to this point, you guys you don't have a long career at the Faith Forge Academy yet, uh, but it's it's, it's unusual. They're, they both are like carts that are pulled by donkeys. Um, look kind of kind of rugged. Um, have big tarps over the back. You can't really see what's inside. And at one of them, there is a human there. She has three three long blonde braids um, that that are kind of tied back behind her head. These beautiful purple eyes, and and she's she's working with the donkeys, kind of kind of at something. Mm-hmm. Ariane will kind of tentatively approach her, like, "Ma'am, uh, excuse me, ma'am." Oh, uh, hello. Is there something I I can do for you? She's kind of looking looking sideways, a little bit confused, seeing you talking to her. Uh, no, I don't. I don't need anything. But you're you're from the city, correct? Or sit, uh, from uh, out, not from here? Yeah, from from uh, from Ver- Verin Hollow. Yes, that's where I'm from. Uh, I'm just doing um, a research project for school. I I uh, I have a kind of an odd question. Um, do, you don't know much about world news. <laughs> um, I mean, we hear hear things in passing. Uh, I actually. Uh, work at the tavern. Oh, yeah, that would. So I hear, I hear things fairly frequently. What? I, I cannot remember where at when at Ariani. How long has she been here? At least a couple months. A couple years has she been here? A couple at years? the academy or on the on like, here, like on, on, on this plane. Uh, I think I, I think it's been about two years. About two years. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I don't know if you would know. It's it's kind of a while back. Um. Do you have you ever heard of anything kind of I don't know strange happening out in uh, the Keone Desert a couple years ago? Um, uh, 
Not, not too much. Uh, they oh, kind of stick to themselves. I, a few years ago. Uh, let me see. Um, she kind of taps her taps her lip. You know, now that now that you mention it, um, I did hear that one of their celebrations. They um, they're always looking at the stars and and stuff. Um, that there was something strange that happened. Things things like falling from the sky or or, or something about mm -hmm. Ooh, one very of strange. the stars opening or I I'm I'm not sure. It's it's been a while and you can never really trust the they they speak in such hyperbole over there. Right. Mm-hmm. Probably nothing to go on really, I'm assuming. You know, just rumors and, and things. Yeah. Yeah. It's just Funny stories, silly tales, I would assume. Do, do you remember about about when that was? Early in the year? Late late in the year? Sun, oh, summertime? Um, I believe it was for um, the Festival of the Dawn. Uh, oh, when do they celebrate that? Uh, we, don't, we don't do as many celebrations up here. Um, kind of off away from the rest of the world, but... I, I want to say that it is near springtime. Springtime. Oh, okay. Um, she's just kind of like mm -hmm. taking notes, like very journalistic. What? Like, mm -hmm. What? Are, <laughs> why are you interested in this? Uh, I'm writing a paper on folklore and 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 how information. Oh. Oh. Travels. I didn't know that that that's the kind of school this was. I thought you all only made stuff. But very interesting. Well, I make news. <laughs> well, you would always be welcome at the uh, the tavern if you want to hear more about what's going on in the world. Um, it's, it's a little walk, but I know some of the students sometimes come come down for weekends and and stuff to relax a little. So maybe I I am old enough. So good. Just <laughs> <laughs> like awkwardly, kind of like sidling off, like taking a step back, yeah. like bye now, <laughs> yeah. bye. <laughs> Uh, is there anything else I can do for you, or I, I probably need to keep getting some things from Lolin. Um. No, I don't, I don't have any money anyway, so. Okay. That's, g good luck in your news research, I, I suppose. Uh, and she, she kind of, <laughs> she kind of walks away. I make news. <laughs> <laughs> losing my mind um yeah um she's gonna sit with that for a while um Adelaide's gonna sit with that for a while and we're in what time of year is it now uh it is kind of mid-fall mid-fall mm -hmm. okay this might not be connected at all but why not um I I'm assuming okay so I'm assuming when the time loop reset we still had our belongings from the before, like anything that was on anything us that was on you, or did yes. they just disappear? Anything okay. that was on you, you still have. Okay, so I still got that map of the of the grounds. Mm -hmm. Um, she's gonna make a little stroll mm -hmm. east of the grounds. This is still daytime. Mm -hmm. Um, but once it gets closer to evening, I think she's gonna make a trip to this place east of the grounds where there was a kind of scribble about getting home question mm -hmm. mark um and kind of just get like a like a what the sky looks like at that point like 
kind of, she's going to make notes of like where stars are in the sky, where the moon, is, you know, kind of like positioning and mapping it out, and like. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so thinking on that. One so for as as the sun kind of starts to set, and you can start seeing stars stars in the sky, you follow and you get get kind of to where that that point in on that map was, uh, mm-hmm. and and there's a couple things you notice. You notice a small a small cave. Okay. Um, and you notice um, about three stars that share that that you feel like are familiar. They they're they're missing probably six or seven from what a full mm-hmm. constellation would be, but they look familiar to you. Um, okay. The other thing that you notice is that cave looks very familiar. It looks very similar to the cave that you entered into with Miranda and your friends in the dream world. Um, I mean, she's got her staff and a dagger on her. Um, yeah, I think I think I'll be I'll be brave and kind of check it out. Okay. Um, so as you walk in 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 there, it's it's pretty dark. Um, you don't feel that same magic that you felt the first time when you were on this different plane, mm-hmm. um, pulsing through there. But you you as you walk through, um, you actually see you see signs of battle on the walls. Um. You see a small Valkyrie dagger that's ru- not, it's not really rusty, um, but it's covered in dirt. Um, it's old. There's like a leather um, sheath that it was in that the leather has started to kind of like decay and fall apart and fall off of it. Um, it's from <laughs> a very long time ago. Um, as you continue walking through and you're welcome to pick up anything or stop me at any point. Oh yeah. She, she definitely picks it up. She's like frantically picking yeah. it up. Yeah. So as you pick it up, it's, you can tell from the markings on it that it is, it is old. Um, it's, it's from a maker who stopped making weapons in, in kind of the, the Valkyrie forge before you were even a Valkyrie. Um, uh, you continue on through, um, and, there's more signs of like there's there's some pieces of armor there's like a breastplate there's a um those things that go on your br- there's some bracers all of them old 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 um and you get to this room uh that is different than the rest of the cave there most of the cave was cave like uh this room mm-hmm. is carved and intentional uh and it's the room that you recognize where you saw Wylena um kill Sorsha and close this thing uh you see this spear still laying on the ground, mostly untouched, but you also see there's newer, not new, um, but not thousands of years old, um, right. papers scattered all over the ground. The ceiling of this place is this like crystalline that's cracked and there's <gasps> chunks out of it, but there are stars that you can see through the ceiling. Um, and that's where you arrive. Oh, shit. Um... Are there anything on these papers? Um, there's there's notes. Um, you find you find probably eight or ten different notes on different constellations that she that 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 apparently whoever this person was mm-hmm. thinks are connected. Um, like you see this, you see like two stars um, circled in in one one that's um, part of this spear constellation that's called the Divine Maelstrom. Mm-hmm. There's like two that are circled from that. There's, um, yeah, a, a bunch of different pieces, um, and there's a couple notes on like this ceiling, having cracked pieces of 
mm-hmm. because it looks like there's stars in the ceiling. Right. Okay. Um. Okay, so Ariane is gathering up. We're just going to end this uh, with the scene of Ariadne returning to the dorm room, probably late at night by that point, mm-hmm. uh, carrying pra- as much... Uh, she's a very small thing, uh, but she is loaded arms high with uh, a spear, a dagger, a, practically a suit of armor, a bundle of papers that are probably falling apart and just kind of like letting it collapse onto the ground. I love it. Sweaty. Um, it's for research. Don't ask. Uh, and as you enter your room, you see a pale blue figure of a dwarf waiting there for you. Uh, and we'll have to find out what happens next time on the Forge Academy. Oh, is that the dwarf? Was that, <laughs> is, is that the professor... Hey, thanks for listening to the Faith Forge Academy this week. If you've been enjoying our content, we always appreciate five stars and a review on iTunes or Podchaser or any other podcasting medium that allows you to do that. In addition, if you'd like to support us in other ways, we have a Patreon. Um, it's patreon.com slash Forge Academy. Uh, in it, you'll find um, player journals. Um, I've even posted some DM notes in there. And as always, for more information about what's going on, stay up with the cast and everything. Um, follow us on Twitter at Fayforge Academy, uh, or you can check us out on our website, FayForgeAcademy.com. Hey, I'm Emily Harmon. I play Sepia Goldenmorrow. You can find me on Twitter at Emily J-E-A Harmon. I'm Michael Sinclair II. I play Besky Nevering, and you can find me on Michael Critz on Twitter. I'm Adelaide Gardner. I play Ariane Suvan. And you can find me online at Twitter at OAdelaide. Hey, I'm Kai. I'm Stonefly underscore Kai. And then I am playing Asher and Ember Whisper. Hi, my name is Ian Gould. I play Coe's Forgeheart. Uh, and you can follow me at Game of Science on Twitter. Theme music and background music by Dave Cole of the Four Orbs podcast. For additional music, Search for D. Cole Music on YouTube. Additional background music and sound effects found at zapsplat.com and tabletopaudio.com. Fayforge Academy is proud to be a part of the Fundamentals Podcast Network. <laughs>